Welcome to the Ether. Today's Friday, January 27th, 2023. Today on the Ether, episode 3 of the Polygon NFT Spotlight series, Shining on Mutants, hosted by the Polygon Punks community. Let's take a listen. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And uh, thanks so much for coming along. And uh, yeah, this is basically episode three of the uh, Polygon Punks NFT Spotlight series. We're uh, going to do these every Friday. We're kind of uh, spotlighting a new NFT project every week. And uh, yeah, we're really excited this week. We've got the guys from Mutants coming on uh, to tell us all about their Gen 2 launch, which is happening on uh, February 2nd over on One Planet. Uh, really excited about that. I've got a few announcements quickly. I was going to say, everyone in the room, if you can uh, go down to the bottom right, give the room a retweet and uh leave a comment as well that'd be awesome it really help um promote the space and uh yeah i'm gonna pin up in a moment actually just the top of the space we've um just launched our new virtual gallery so we're doing a new thing called the spotlight gallery which is um every week we're gonna be uh adding new nfts to the gallery from the projects we host on our spotlight series so we uh had a crypto crew on our first episode the matic man's crypto crew. We, we put one of his pieces up and then we had a billionaire zombies club last week and then we've just added uh, one of the new mutants, one of the uh, the Gen 1 uh, mutants, which is really cool. So, And yeah, also we're going to be doing a giveaway as well, uh, I think um, probably live during this space. Yeah, I'd say if you guys want to, uh, yeah, we'll do it live actually. So if you guys, yeah, go and retweet, leave a comment, and we've got one of the mutant one, uh, sorry, sorry, one of the Gen 1 mutants to give away uh, at the end of the space. So that'd be uh, that'd be everything. But yeah, so let's, uh, let's get on with the show, man. Let's uh, throw it over to Mutants. And uh, hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks so much for coming along today. And uh, who, who have we got from the team? Um, you have me. You have Pablo here. Um, it's such a pleasure, finally, to meet you. Uh, you, you. Sam, right? That's the one, mate. Yeah, Sam, mate. Yep. Hey, Jim, did you like Nice, nice, nice. I know that I, I'm already going to uh, enjoy these spaces based on the music that you have put at the beginning, because I loved it. Oh, nice. I'm all- that's awesome, dude. Are you in, uh, you're in London, are you? Are, you, you guys are in London, right? The studio. Yes, exactly. This is a project creative. Where, where, where uh, in London are you? Because I, I live in Wolfenstow. I'm kind of in northeast London. Uh, are you serious? I am. Yeah, yeah I, I'm up in Wolfenstow. I am uh, Highlands Park. Oh, so nice. we're literally neighbours. Crazy, dude. You know, there's a couple of people. I said we have to because um, most of the people I'm always talking to are in the US, you know, so I don't really get to meet too many people. And, uh, you know, we we're talking about it yesterday, but some of the events in London, like NFT events, they haven't been the best, you know, and it seems like America's got it better. But I am getting to know a couple of teams now. I know yourself and the, guy, the guys from PS Labs, they're in London. So I have to start like getting a little, uh, little community together in London. Um, oh, my God. I think we should treat the Walthamstow as a, as a proper hub because um, it, start, it started like from Department 77. 
uh, it's in not only in London, but it lives in Walthamstow as well. Oh no so way, they are they? To, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, in St James Street. Sorry, sorry, this is like getting a little bit too London yes. <laughs> for the people here. But he basically lives in the just St James Street area. Wow, so that's you, great. we can have a couple of years in Crete, something like that. That'd be awesome, man. We're definitely we'll have to cut with uh, we'll get that sorted, man. But yeah, no, Pablo, thanks thanks so much for coming along, dude. Really great to have you. And just uh, yeah, I always like to kick it off just by asking the uh, you know asking the founder, asking the the guest, you know, about yourself and just how you got into crypto and NFTs and. Yeah, what, what, what were you doing before uh, Mutant C, man? How did you, how'd you get into Web3? Uh, well, I started DJing on Terra uh, a year and ago. A year ago, I started to read some Medium articles from uh, written by Danku, which is uh, it is the, the Terra influencer, well, extra influencer. And I was absolutely fascinated by, by Terra. I completely drank the Kool-Aid. I absolutely loved the interface. Uh, I started actually with Polygon, uh, but at that time, a year ago, I, it was uh, a place or a blockchain that uh, felt made by developers for developers. And when I discovered Terra, I thought it was such a beautifully designed um, set of apps. They were so human. They, the, the experience was so wonderful uh, that got me completely attracted. My background is advertising, design, art direction, um, I absolutely love art, and I if I felt com- I felt com- completely completely hooked up with uh, hooked on with with um, Tara. Uh, so after that, I started to uh, invest to explore a little bit the NFT space in Tara. And apart from a three or four collections that were interesting, there wasn't a match there. So um, I was sort of. Um, I was thinking, wish I should do something there. I should do something. But then uh, I was last Christmas in Madrid. I got COVID and I had to um, isolate myself with my family in a tiny Airbnb. And just to not to lose my sanity, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it now. And I, I created the collect, I concepted the, the the collection, created the first generation, uh, and and launched it. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. But we minted in March. And we minted out in two minutes. It was uh, very, very, very um, amazing those time in Terra. There was a, a lot of NFT culture, and it was, you know, we had a blast, absolutely blast. And then the Terra crash happened, and we migrated to Polygon. Uh, and and you know, after a lot of delays in the marketplace and everything, we're ready to go here. That's amazing, dude. No, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, we've obviously, you know, met a couple of projects that came over from the Terra crash. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, I guess, you know, the, the silver lining is you guys kind of found a new home, you know, over at Polygon and stuff. So it's, uh, you know, that's been awesome. Man. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to, um, you know, obviously with the Mutants, you guys have um, the Sentient Studios, which is kind of a studio you know, based in London and stuff that's um, working on the Mutants. But can you tell us a little bit about the studio and stuff and just how you guys came together and a bit about your team and things like that? Well, basically, the studio is a um, it's a small group of people. We had uh, it's myself. Um, we have Ashlyn, uh, designer and After Effects artist, uh, editor, sound editor. Uh, we come from uh, here and there. We don't work full time in the studio. Uh, we have our real um, life, but then we get together in this sort of um, virtual space, and then and then we do cool shit together. I mean, this is something that I put on the table and they they were all so excited about. And then that sort of tiny group of people around London, you know, grew to with some special addition from 
uh, amazing people around the world because you know how these spaces suddenly you meet someone on Twitter that you really connect with and then you tell them why do you you know do something with us and that's how we have grown our team um so yeah at the moment we are a team of uh, six or seven people uh, and it is such a it is such a blast um you know getting every monday and have like a like a status meeting and and planning the week and everything that is going to happen uh, it was absolutely it was very very difficult when we migrated to polygon but I have to say after the before, you know a, a month ago a month and a half ago it started to um the pace started to pick again uh, to pick again and things have started to be very very hyped and the growth and the culture of the polygon space it is absolutely it's completely different to what we experienced before so we are quite pumped at Sentient Studios. Hey, absolutely. You know, I was going to say, I mean, you've come in uh, for the Gen 2 launch at a crazy time. I mean, there isn't a better time to be uh, launching a project over on Polygon. So you guys have got a, uh, yeah, and I think it's going to be really amazing for you. I mean, I was going to ask with the company, because you, you said you've got um, some After Effects artists and so you've, you've done some really amazing promo videos for the Gen 2, man. I love some of the videos you guys did. But uh, are these people, you know, are, are your team sort of, are these Web3 people or are they coming over from, you know, do they mainly work in Web2 and this is their first go in Web3 or, or what? What's yeah, it? yeah. It's all, it's all Web2 uh, and only um, only the people that work like internationally and globally that come from, from come from Web3 because those obviously the people that we sort of um, you know, recruited um, after you know when we found them sort of in the Web3 space. But you know we we all know each other from uh, you know marketing, advertising agencies, um, cre creativity, and all those spaces. And I managed to convince everyone to. <laughs> to get with me and and just get it get, get, get together in this in this uh crazy crazy world i mean they have to be honest they have light touch compared to to me i have like my my life is split in half with uh web three, web 2 and reality and this sort of web 3 craziness um but it's I'm, I'm having a blast i'm having a blast to be honest Oh, it's great to hear, dude. No, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing. So I think, you know, if you're hiring for things like mods and community managers, you'll kind of find people in Web3. But when it comes to stuff like graphic design, sometimes you have to kind of reach out to people outside yeah. of the scene. And, you know, a lot of people outside of crypto have a certain image of it. So, no, it's cool you've managed to get people on board. <laughs> and, I mean, how's it been? You know, did you have to sort of do a bit of convincing, you know, to tell people like, no, you know, this is, crypto's cool. NFTs are cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it was very funny. It was very funny because you know, especially when we when we think when we say like, but is this? I mean, I so I am I, I are you gonna pay? Uh, so what? How how much? How much are you gonna pay? And it's like, oh, I can pay you this. And like, no, it's just, can we do it in real money, please? And I was like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> but it's it's really it's really. Um, it takes convincing, but then people love it because it's very, it's very what we do, you know what I mean? And, and, and the fun thing is that once you get into the space, once you get into the brain fog that is uh, Discord, for example, that when you open it, it's like, whoa, 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 what is this? And then once you get into the craziness of it, uh, of the servers, about the, about you start to understand the terminology and the, and all the acronyms and all that shit you start really really um connecting with some particular people and they become your you know your friends and your you i have i have real friends and web3 friends i haven't seen many of the 
people that I really, really uh, talk with and really connect with and I consider my real friends already. And, you know, it, it, is, it is amazing what this space does. It's, it's, um, it's such, a, such a luxury to have a project that gathers a community um, from people that has never seen each other, but some of them consider, I, I consider some of them very, very good friends. But, you know, it took, getting back to your question, it takes a lot of convincing, but then when they are when they're in, they they they're in. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, because there is a stigma, you know, around crypto and NFTs. But I think because I'm the same. Actually, I came from film and television. I was working as an editor, you know, and I just kind of found my way into crypto first, and then into NFTs. And you know, NFTs kind of brought out a whole side of me, like the collector side that I hadn't really had since I was a kid. You know, with Pokemon cards and things like that. But but even on the design side of things, I think it's a shame sometimes that there is a stigma because there's so much room for like really great artists to come in, whether it's you know, like I said, After Effects designers or graphic designers. So I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, again, I think all this stigma is going to disappear soon, man. You're seeing more and more people come into the space. So, um, yeah, I'm hopeful for it, man. Yeah, man. And I think the, the great thing about, about it is that it is a great opportunity for, for artists and, and for collectors and for, especially, you know, uh, what, I'm, what I'm doing with Mutants is basically applying what I absolutely love to do in the real world, but in, in the Web3 space. Uh, I absolutely love working with artists, with illustrators, with animators, and do amazing work and crafted work, but for brands. Um, but the the great thing about the NFT space is that you can actually put an idea on the table using uh, great illustrators, animators, putting a lot of craft on the table, and basically you don't have a brand. You can do it for yourself. You're just selling an idea, and if people get into the idea and they support the idea. Um, it's just amazing that you can actually keep going. Um, mutants started almost like an, a, a very simple idea, which is um, it is a, created a collection based on evolution. We call it an evolutionary uh, evolutionary art because I, I I just wanted to 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 work with many many different artists that I admire. So we came up with the idea about following the evolution of a character uh, and. It evolves because each generation is going to be designed by a different creator and based on a story that we publish every week that, you, you know, we had, uh, we have a writer called Alastair Miller, a sci-fi writer, and he writes for us a chapter a week uh, with different lords following um, these 10 characters. Uh, and it's a sci-fi, really, really well-written um, story uh, where we see the evolution of these characters and the generations will uh, will record, will reflect uh, a particular moment in the story, and they will be created by a different by a different artist. So um, it, it excites me so much uh, working with different creators in this sort of Web three space uh, and creating something new. It's just uh, I, I think it's very very exciting. And after that, because we gather some people with the same brain length, like wave, wavelength in the same in the same place, we thought, what if we approached um, an artist that we separately, that if we uh, try to buy their art, we couldn't afford it. But as a community, if we approach and we put a little bit of money on the table and commission some exclusive art from, from an established artist, all, all of a sudden we can, we can afford something um, that separately we couldn't have. Uh, 
so we did that, for example, we uh, commissioned art from uh, an artist called Olento, which we think uh, it could have a massive potential. And he created exclusive art for us. It's going to be airdrop for free to all the holders at the end of this month, uh, actually in three days. So that's an that's suddenly an opportunity, uh, like a new piece of art coming from the from 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 the ether that we commission, and it's going to be there in our portfolio. So we 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 sort of understood that uh, you know this collection could be an opportunity for for uh, for the holders to actually grow their portfolio of artists, um, and and having sort of something that accrues value. Um, but not in a way that feels a little bit like, like just like financially. You're actually sort of investing in an artist. You're giving them a chance because you think they have potential. So there's like these two these two things that happen on Web three, which is the finance and art getting together beautifully. We love that model, and we want to keep progressing it. And you know, I can tell you, Sam, you you're gonna be so excited if you like art like me. You're gonna be so excited about the people that we're collaborating with. We, we, we are speaking with Sam Hasimi, which um, is just like, uh, is one of the favorite, Kosomo the Medici's uh, favorite, uh, one, of, one of the favorite artists of Kosomo. Uh, and, you know, in, in the best collections in the world, he's been like um, in the uh, Times Square many times. We're talking to him to commission, to, to create um, art for us. We're talking with Skiba, which is uh, an incredible artist. Uh, in the digital fashion space, cosmic horror, incredible up and coming, crazy artists. We're talking with all of them to actually create art for us. And we think these artists are, have so much potential that it's just a joy to support them and to guide them to create art for us. And you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be a way to grow our portfolio. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting stuff, man. I mean, particularly I love like you're doing all this IRL kind of in real life collabs, you know, so I saw you doing the skateboarding brand and obviously the artist collabs oh, yeah. and uh, that stuff's exciting, man, because you don't see it too much, you know, I mean, it's a lot of, usually you're seeing NFT projects collab with other NFT projects, but to see you kind of branch out and do like phys physical goods and stuff, I think that's, um, that's super exciting. Hey, I just want to do a quick reminder, guys, yeah, if you could give a the space a little retweet and leave a comment as well and yeah just help us uh, promote the space um that'd be awesome i was just gonna go back quickly man just to the gen one so obviously like your gen one mutants they're uh, they're available on one planet now and then we've got the uh the new gen two coming out on february 2nd but uh i just wanted to ask you yeah, just how um the kind of transition's been going from you know uh, could you, if you could talk about like the art for the original gen ones and then moving into the 3d and doing the new gen 2 stuff and it's like i've seen obviously you've done all these amazing 3d promo videos but uh, how's it been kind of you know moving from you don't see it too much where you see like you see you see nft collections do side collections on you but to actually like take your you know og 2d collection move it into 3d and stuff how, how's all that process been is it you know the thing that i enjoy the most is that everything is following a story we uh, set out ourselves uh, the rule that every generation needs to feel that comes from the previous and, the, and, 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 and naturally evolves to the next. So what we, that's the reason of why the first generation is so, so, so purposefully basic and simple. It's not just because it's a homage of the old sort of pixelated, you know, like polygon, like, like your punks. You know what I mean? It's just because it gives us a space to create something uh, very, very, very complex from something that simple. So imagine the generation two, one and generation two are like that. Imagine generation 10. That's what excites us, how those characters are going to evolve. And the great thing about 
uh, about that evolution as well is that it allows us to meet new artists that we think they could fit that generation, that particular generation. Uh, that happened with Generation 2, for example. Once we sold out Generation 1, we put quite a substantial amount of money into paying a good, very, very good artist called um, Nick from Mason Rea Studios in Singapore. And he's a magician. He's incredible. Such a good taste. We had a blast designing the collection together, having ideas, uh, putting them in the in the Discord just for people to actually say, I don't like it. I like it. What do you think about this? You know, it was such a back and forth um, with the community about how these things were were designed. Uh, we we love we loved putting um, putting ideas there without so our holders can tell us that they hate it or they love it and seeing some debate in there. And you know, the most amazing thing about the collection is that I haven't got tired of it after a year waiting to, <laughs> to release it. Uh, I get tired of everything uh, very, very quickly, and I still enjoy every second that I see the collection. So I think people are going to absolutely love it. And uh, people, I mean, I've already spoke, I spoke with a friend yesterday about the, um, the Gen 2 and stuff, and he, he was kind of really obsessed with it. He was uh, checking them out. But I'm, I'm really excited for this Gen 2, man. I'm definitely going to be minting a few. And I think we're going we're to probably grab another one for our gallery and stuff and put one the Gen 2. But, uh, but I'm just going to ask, because obviously going through the website, you guys are planning 10 Gens, and I'm thinking, you know, how, what, what can you give us some alpha? I mean, what do you do when you get to Gen Five? Are you going to keep evolving the art, or is it going to be more, you know, um, still the sort of same 3D art, but you kind of change the design because you've got a new artist? Or what, how, how do you plan to sort of, uh, you know, uh, evolve through ten different series? Man, it's, it sounds pretty epic. We um, we have roughly planned because you know, doing plans in Web three is like. <laughs> <laughs> if it's difficult making plan in life, imagine in Web3 that everything changes in a second. Um, our So our plan is doing, um, each generation is going gonna, gonna to be thin. Uh, we're going to uh, do something in the real world with it, in each generation. And for example, generation two will be like, um, like the skateboard collection. So people can actually own this, the, the, the skateboards plus the art. Uh, that are in their skateboard as NFTs. And for generation uh, three and four and five, we would love to get into um, gaming and content creation. I think the one of the things that we absolutely love is, tra- is, is working with uh, different creators and artists. And that's something that is just not limited to digital art. It could be filmmakers. It could be um it could be music you know music artists it could be everything and i i would love to build a mutants ip by collaborating with people that we admire and that they're going to put all their passion to create art in many many different forms for us uh and i would you know we we are planning already to have some visual moving image content for gen 5 I don't know what shape that is going to take or what is the size, but I'm already talking with some directors and approaching some, um, you know, well-known people that I work for years in the industry and sort of gauging the the possibilities of them directing for us. At the end of the day, we are mutants. We are building characters. We're building an IP. We have to take this story. Uh, we have to make this story way more visual. Yeah, uh, you know, I totally agree with you, dude. I think um, 
Yeah, I mean, obviously with the NFT scene, it's been a lot around PFPs and collectibles, but I think um, there's definitely room for stuff, you know, uh, to move into, you know, more visual media kind of things like film. I mean, there's obviously there's been a couple of big film projects, but I think, um, yeah, there's loads of room for it. I mean, I think it's going to be a really interesting one with funding, you know, where you can maybe if you want to get funding for a, an independent feature film and stuff, you can uh, do it as a, an NFT project and then fractionalize it and things like that. And um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something as well. That's something, Sam, that we've been um, that we've been exploring. Uh, there's some things, there's some sort of barriers with taxes and all those things that we need to we need to be very careful. I know that there's a um, I don't know if you know Miguel Faust. Miguel Faust is a he's a Spanish director that has already funded his film with through NFTs. Uh, the, uh, he wrote a script of a film called, called Callarita. And and it's it's in Spanish and it was funded by the, a collection that he put on Ethereum, and so there there are models to actually do it. But I think um, regardless of how how we do it, I would love fans of mutants seeing their characters and and when they are actually invested in the character, seeing how they are developing many different shapes and forms, uh, and in different sort of media. I would love to I would love to do that. Obviously, it's a little bit too too soon but um but that's the that's the route that we follow that we're following and we're trying to go we um the, in, instantly after gen 2 we're going to start thinking about gen 3 about keeping the the collection alive what we're doing instead of putting uh, a collection of 10,000 sort of pfps in there especially because we are in polygon and there's not much, much market for that we're going to go step by step and put in sort of more generation and more visuals on the table, whatever it takes. So we don't dilute the collection, but at the same time, we manage to get more visuals, work with more artists and putting some cool shit in the world. I think hype is going to be quite important. And um, and now that hype is getting a little bit, you know, it's coming to Polygon, uh, we, we're going to have to ride that web. Uh, purple wave dude i mean like i said you came in at a crazy time i mean we, we've been around you know polygon punks we launched back august 2021 so you know we've been here a while and it's uh it's never been like it is now i mean it's kind of the most exciting time i think for nfts and polygon and, yeah it's been going crazy can i, can I ask you a question Sam? how did it go i mean i was very very impressed when i came here and it was already like in september and there was it was like there was nothing i mean i didn't even know that you were probably the only collection that had like 10 like the only PFP that launched here because how do you do it? How do you, how do you do that? It's just, there was no one. I know, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I, was, I came on the team about six months ago, so I wasn't there for the launch. I was kind of a holder early on. But yeah, I mean, with Polygon Punks, we got quite lucky where um, there was the Soul Punks, Solana Punks had launched about a month and a half before us and they had minted out really quickly. And then there was all that Crypto Punks hype in the, in the mainstream media. If you remember, everyone was talking about Crypto Punks and Sotheby's had just bought a Crypto Punk. And so when Polygon Punks launched, you just had all these people come from Soulpunks, all these people who were hearing the CryptoPunk hype. And um, so we just got quite lucky with that. But I think, you know, the thing I always say is with the Polygon space, it was, uh, it really changed. I mean, big shout, I can see One Planet in the crowd, but, you know, big shout out to One Planet because I think that was a real big catalyst that kind of started to change things. Because, um, you know, if you go back, say, a year ago, there were big collections like ourselves, the Polygon Punks and Billionaire Zombies Club was around, you know, Johnny's collection and things like that. But we, uh, and we had fairly big, you know, hold accounts, but we weren't talking with each other. You know, there wasn't really a community. And then I think, you know, once One Planet came over back in September, all these projects came over from Terra, that started, you know, that they already had a community that was, you know, coming over and built. And then over the last couple of months, they've just managed to really collaborate with all these OG collections. And 
like I said before, you know, we're always uh, in spaces together and telegram chats and in each other's discords and things. So I think, and then just that Utes, you know, since that Utes announcement on Boxing Day, it's just everything's ramped up. And so I think, um, you know, you do hear people from Solana kind of saying, you know, oh, there's no community on Polygon. And I think it's probably, you know, if you go back a year, um, it was sort of true. But, you know, now, and particularly, I think, leading up to when the Utes launch, I think there's going to be like a, you know, a really strong community here on Polygon. So like I said, man, you've come in at a, a really exciting time, dude. It's, uh, yeah, really, really exciting. Yeah, that's what I was exactly very, very excited about the about coming here is because um, when I found out about you, uh, I was really like shocked, like oh, a PFP collection in Polygon. That's amazing. I have to meet them because if someone has made it here uh, before when <laughs> before when we arrived and it was like no one, uh, I mean, you must be you must be absolutely amazing. And you know, I I, I completely I completely understand uh, that you know your the situation and your perception is you can see that it's completely changed i think uh it is so good that polygon studios uh is putting so much effort in bringing culture here i think it's so 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 important and of of course i don't i'm not that sort of into i'm not such a specialist to say that culture is important for the for the actual development of the blockchain but i think you know hype is something that is um, something non-tangible, but so that it, it, it really matters. It really matters. I, I think uh, hype is what would bring a lot of people to the space. And you, what you were saying, youths will bring a lot of people. Those people will cross-pollinate. And we hope that it's going to be a very, very different space in, in five, six months. And you know what's the great thing about more people here in Polygon, which is just avoiding all the shit that happens in ethereum all the, these gas wars all these you know the the slow it's like a slow blockchain it is just so much easier to create culture here that i'm excited to see it develop uh and and and, and, and it's good i mean and i'm seeing some people that actually help in develop it here i'm seeing shantastic i'm seeing Serker, uh tony matic man uh, i see mark matic had it so Elayton, I see so many people that are uh, absolutely amazing. And we're here, not many, but we're going to be the people that are going to be, you know, it's going to be, they're, they're going to become, many people here are going to become very, very important in the next six months. By the way, if anyone wants to talk, just request. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, if anyone wants to come up to and ask any questions, man, absolutely um, come up. And yes, yeah, a reminder, please, yeah, give the, give the space a little retweet and a comment and stuff. And uh That'd be awesome. No, I mean, totally, it's, it's, like you said, man, it's a really exciting time frame. I think you touched on the whole thing about, you know, Polygon, the actual core team at Polygon, you know, they weren't really focused on PFPs last year and then they kind of admit this, you know, they were more, Polygon Studios was more focused on gaming, but uh, but now they've really changed their tune recently. You're seeing Sandeep and, and Ryan Wyatt, they're just all, they're all about PFP NFTs at the moment. So it's, uh, no, it's super exciting. I mean, one thing I was going to ask you, dude, is just um, obviously you've got the, the Mint coming up on uh, One Planet on February 2nd and stuff. But I was just going to ask uh, how it's been, you know, working with One Planet. Because obviously with Polygon Punks, we launched on there not too long ago. And yes, yeah, you know, we got to know the team really well. And those guys are just awesome over there. And I wonder, how, how's it been working with One Planet, man? Uh, I think uh, I've been working with uh, them for uh, ages. And we haven't been able to make a launch together because <laughs> I was going to launch with them on uh, Gen 2 in May. And then everything went to, uh, you know, went to the floor uh, in Terra. And after, and they opening the launch pad now. So this is the first one that we're gonna that we're gonna really launch. So it's gonna be my first experience with them. Uh, but I have to say, I absolutely love the team. I 
uh, Inch, YS, uh, all the people from Korea, they are working their asses off to make it work. And yeah, they, they help Peace Lab ma massively. For example, with, with Dermint, uh, I know that they are problem solvers. And yeah, I'm really excited about it, to be honest. They are, I mean, you know, I keep saying, I keep telling them, go to bed. You can't be working at this time, but they never, they never listen to me. Uh, they are incredible. Well, and Tony, I think we can, Matic Man can actually sort of vouch for me on that one. And one, and, and, and Edwin. Yeah, you do know. I mean, it's been amazing working with those guys, man. They're doing so much for the space. And like, even outside of One Planet, you've got the, the Polygon NFT calendar, the event calendar and stuff, which has been like a real lifesaver, uh, you know, this past week True. where the guys have been adding now all the space. Because it was just a thing. There were so many spaces happening. And it was just always like, oh, well, you, I've got one at 6 p.m. Oh, no, I've got one at 5 p.m. And so on and so on. But like now we, we've got a calendar so we can kind of see all the spaces, which is, um, yeah, no, it's awesome to see, man. Um, what, what is, are, are, you, are you managing to, you know, to stay awake for the 3 a.m. ones? Because every, yeah, in my time, in, <laughs> yeah. my, uh, in my Twitter, everything is happening at 4 a.m., 3 a.m., Yeah, I think I completely, I, I basically, I sleep now from like uh, sort of 10 a.m. to like 3, 4 p.m. Because as I say, you know, that's when basically you know, everyone's <laughs> see. I always, I'm just going to go, go off uh, Eastern time, you know, EST time. But because that's the thing, it was mainly spaces. I mean, I kind of, I quite like working at night anyway, because it's quiet. But, but all the big spaces happen at 3 a.m. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it is actually when you, especially when you do those bigger space, we've been in some of the big ute spaces and things like that. But it's like when you're doing it at 4 a.m., you know, and everyone's really hyped and you're like, oh my God, it's so, you know, that's, that's not yeah, bad. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that happened to me the other day. Everyone's like, "Yeah, LFG," and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I need to go to it." <laughs> no, it's tricky, man. I think it's got to be done. I mean, it's um, like, I mean, you said earlier, just see, it just feels like the main crypto scene is in the US, you know, and so all these spaces are happening on US time. But I, uh, I kind of hope you can start to see more. I mean, it has been amazing to me recently just noticing how many people are in London. You know, like obviously you've got Dave Swinbank. I think he's based in London. He's in the UK and. Oh, yes, nice. labs guys and i mean there's quite a few so i'm hoping yeah. we'll start to see you know more um more of a scene developed. oh definitely after after this call after this call we're going to organize something yeah, for sure um but another, another thing that happens in polygon that i think is quite exciting for people like uh like us that we are uh starting but we are passionate and we we are for me in the right place in the right time is that uh there's a little there's a not much distance between people in the top and people in the bottom. Uh, you know, Shan, for example, that is listening, she, <laughs> I was reading her, this is absolutely amazing. She started a spaces just for fun. Um, just the, 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 I saw it this morning and suddenly, you know, Sandeep from Polygon just got it, just, just got in, started talking, Frank arrived and it became like uh, spaces where 600 people uh, connected. And it's just because Hugh just wanted to talk about all things Polygon just for fun. And I think that doesn't happen where you have such a massive space like Ethereum or uh, Bitcoin. This is a container space and the distance between the big dogs and us is very, 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 very short. Uh, and it's amazing this capacity of interaction between each other. Yeah, it's been interesting, man, because I mean, it's just a really unique scene, isn't it, with Polygon at the moment? Because I mean, we've had it with getting DMs from people from Solana where they're kind of asking like, hey, you know, what are the the top 20 big collections on Polygon PFP NFT collections and what should I invest in? And it's like, it's not really like that. You know I mean? There's not that many OG collections that are really in the mix kind of except for us and Billionaire Zombie Club. And it's just like, it's all these projects that are just like, you know, some of them are smaller than others, but like, I'm just super bullish on them because they're kind of, you know, they're in the mix and they're in these spaces and they're, they're, they're kind of, you know, they're, they're part of this new, 
polygon community that's kind of emerging man it's um but i think no i mean it's true as well with sandy i mean it's it's awesome to see like i mean him and ryan have been even like jumping in people's discords and leaving gms and stuff and uh I mean, I hope it's just going to keep building, you know, I mean, we're still, if you think of everything that's happened in the last month, you know, I mean, so it hasn't even been a month, I think, since the Utes announcement, or it's one month today, we've, we've still got another two months or two and a half months before Utes launch, and then all the build up after that. So I, I hope that it's just going to keep developing, you know, and by the time the Utes launch, there's going to be like a whole, you know, really strong Polygon, polygon community here. So. Yeah, let's see what happens. If, that's the that's the key thing about it is that um, everything happens so quick in crypto that let's see, I mean, two months is like a year in real time. Um, it's absolutely mad um, the amount of things that are happening there. I remember when uh, I arrived to Terra and we launched the the project. You know, after f- five months, people were saying, "Oh yeah, mutants, OG in Terra." I was like, "Really? It's just like literally five months?" Uh, you know, there was some colleagues. Just, um, it, it is it is shocking, but it's um, it is so much fun. It is such a blast. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I, even with Polygon Punks, because I mean, you know, I guess, you know, August 2021 is a year and a bit, a year and a half. It's, it is a long time, but it's not that long. But, you know, it's like that has made no. us like OG, OG. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not even a year and a half. And you kind of think, yeah, I mean, just the crypto space moves so quickly, doesn't it? It's, um, yeah, it's crazy. Hey, dude, I wanted to ask you, man, it's just about, because um, I was obviously, uh, you were talking earlier about some of the artist collabs and stuff, but I know that you're looking to kind of reinvest and, you know, bring uh, money back to artists and things like that. I just wondered how, um, how you, you know, you're going to go about doing that with future collections and is it uh, kind of international artists or London-based artists and what, what do you want to try and give mm-hmm. back to the scene? <clears throat> at the moment, I, I'm not looking at uh, nationality. Um, I'm looking to uh, artists that I think and we think in the community that they have a lot of potential for growth. Uh, people, passionate people, that they are doing sort of stuff that feels current and contemporary, and uh, art that has some legs to grow. Um, I think there's a set of components and that that really, really tell you who can be um, a big artist, a big artist in the future. Uh, it is a mixture of something objective, uh, like their following or even that their rate sort of um, sale prices. But there's also a gut feeling about your passion, about an ambition, about hunger, um, that when you put it in the community and there's some people that really know about art, they're like, this guy is going to be something or this girl is going gonna, is gonna, uh, gonna to be big. And then what the next thing that we do is actually contact them. Uh, we already we 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 know a lot of people because um I'm ex, I'm ex, every time I see something on the web3 space that I absolutely love I start like commenting and everything because I want to interact with this kind of artists they are as excited as we are so they it's so easy to meet the best art, the best up and coming artists in the space uh because they are always ready to talk about art so those conversations keep telling me who is in uh, for the long term, who who is going to have a v, a big career in Web three? So those are the people who actually we target right now uh, in order to create art for us. People who are at the moment not crazy expensive, already expensive, but not crazy expensive, and we think they have a massive potential of growth. So our holders have like a limited edition from them that has you know a potential to grow, uh, but but as well is meaningful because you. It's meaningful to own that piece of art because you actually love the artist. Um, as we grow, fingers crossed that we're going to grow. Uh, I think the, the Gen 2 will be the consolidation in Polygon and Gen 3 will be the finally the growth that we need to actually 
go to more, even more established artists and really generate a conversation and being a little bit more noticed in the Web3 space. This is a weird, as you can see, this is a very, very weird project because we are a PFP collection that actually sort of try to support one, one artist. Um, we were talking about the community, how, how difficult it is to position uh, this collection because usually one, one artist sort of are not a fan of PFPs. They consider us like, yeah, a little bit shit, not, not, not important, but actually sort of, we, we are a really nice bridge. We are a collection of people that love them, the artists and, and want to support them. Um, so yeah, that's them. That's the kind of way that we are operating right now. Very, very modest at the moment, but we, we, we really want to go for, for big ones. It's exciting. I, I love to hear it, man. And I, I really like that you're building the story into it. And I think that's going to be really important for some projects. You know, I think that was, I mean, are you seeing it a lot more now with NFT projects? But it wasn't so much a thing last year. You know, this, it was more about the PFP and the collectible side of it. But you are seeing a lot of, um, you know, people build a story into it and stuff and happening, you know, having it, you know, carry across. And I think, uh, no, I think it really helps a project, man. It gives a kind of narrative to it. And uh, I think it's, you know, really important. Yeah, it's because, uh, you, you know, um, in addition, it is, you realize when you get into the digital artist that is so different, uh, having, you know, there's so different kind of artists that design a PFQ, you know, to partner to design a PFP collection um, uh, compared to uh, artists that create one once. This is a completely different ball game. <laughs> and, and that's why we have sort of those two sides to actually work with new people. Um, and, and, and that's going to give us a, a really nice flex of visuals and putting cool shit in the world. It's just, uh, it's a passion project, and we we are actually getting people as passionate as us to see to own really really cool visuals that you know have the potential to to grow in value, and and that's that's really the project in a in a nutshell. We are kind of uh, excited to gather some supporters on the on the second, and fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I you know at the end this is like the the lottery. You you put something on the world, and let's see if we if people like it. Yeah, man, I think people are going to like it a lot, dude. I mean, already I've been talking to people and they're, they're really hyped for Gen 2. And like you mentioned earlier, man, I mean, if you look oh, at nice. the PS Labs Mint, I mean, that was a huge success. You know, people jumped on that. I mean, their Discord over, for the Polygon citizens, I mean, people really love that stuff. So it's like, yeah, no, I, th I think it's, I mean, it's, it is the time right now to be, you know, launching a project on Polygon, I think. So, yeah, you guys have uh, come in at a perfect time. Man. Nice. Um... Do you want to open the? Mm, I was going to say, if anyone wants to come our... up at all, man, definitely uh, send through a request and happy to have uh, anyone up. We're going to, we've probably run it for about an hour, so probably go for another 15, 20 minutes. So, yeah, if anyone wants to come up and uh, ask any questions, send a request and, uh, yeah, please give it a retweet and like. Um, I mean, I was going to ask you one thing, man, so just about the mint and stuff, because uh, do you want to explain to people just like, so we got it, we got it on February oh, 2nd? Because yeah, obviously there's a few things like if you hold a Gem 1, right, you get on the white list for the second. I was just going to ask you, you guys, you're still doing the Mad Scientist Lab as well, right, where you can get those and that'll give you access to all all 10 generations and stuff but do you want to just talk a bit about yeah the, the mint and things absolutely absolutely i think i i always have uh, some notes uh about the about the things that i need to talk and then i for i, I always like go <laughs> go off now and then i don't i don't talk about the things that that are super important in the project i think it's important to talk about the math scientist lab because the Matsantis Lab is a is a very very interesting sort of foundational NFT um, that is you can purchase it on one planet. And the Matsantis Lab, uh, there's only three four three hundred and forty five of them, if I remember uh, correctly. And what they do is that 
um, the holders of this NFT will have all upcoming generations are airdrop to them for free. So that means that uh, anyone holding right now or buying right now a math scientist lab, uh, they will have a Gen 2 airdrop to them for free. Uh, they can have the experience in the mint, uh, but they will, if they prefer not to, um, they will have it uh, for free, uh, airdrop, absolutely no problem uh, after a couple of days. In terms of the, in terms of the mint, um, we have divided into four phases. Four phases um, that come, that together goes the, that the first one is Mad Scientist Lab phase. The Mad Scientist Lab phase, we have opened that one. So everyone that owns a Mad Scientist Lab um, can actually have the experience of minting. That moment when you click and you see like, boom, and there's something that you have. Uh, we want people to have that experience. And that's why we have uh, created a open a phase for them. Then the next one is going to be the holders phase. Uh, holders phase is for, you know, any um, any person who holds a mutant, and uh, they will be able to mint a Gen 2, a, a Gen 2 mutant. So any person holding a Gen 1 mutant will be able to uh, mint a Gen 2 mutant uh, before even, even before whitelist. So all the holders that we have will have priority on the mint for Gen 2, uh, with a maximum of two Gen 2 mutants per uh, mutant that they have now. And then after that, we're going to open the, the whitelist phase. Everyone, I, I'm sure you have been seeing people getting accepted in the experiment uh, around Twitter. Well, all those, um, all those people that were accepted are going to be able to mint in the whitelist phase. And then finally, we're going to go to public. Um, hopefully we will have some for public um but you know we, we have you know high hopes that we're gonna we, we we're gonna be very very uh we're gonna it's gonna go well in uh, after holders face and widely face the price will be 35 matic uh on for holders face 39 matic for widely face and 45 matic for uh on public face. So it, we have what we have done is making it very, very affordable because we really, really want to sell out. And I think that's going to be, um, the, we have made our calculations that that's going to be the right amount uh, of treasury that we're going to need to um, to design a Gen 3, to do some cool shit for the, for the Discord, for our holders, and, and really, really keep the activity and, and all the constant rate of innovation that we want to maintain through through this transition from Gen 2 to Gen 3. Yeah, dude, I'm really excited for this, man. I think it's going to be an awesome mint. And uh, yeah, I've just pinned a link to the top guy so you can still uh, can still apply, right? Yeah, you still get, get, go through and apply, apply for the experiment today. And uh, no, I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we have um, this application about, you, you can go to our Twitter and uh, scroll down um, and I'm sure you're going to find one of the applications so you can you can go to our, to our Discord uh, and apply for the experiment. Uh, and if you're accepted, you will be able to mint on whitelist face. And, uh, you know, I would really love to see those numbers go up. Uh, it's going to be real fun, real fun from the second. Hey, I'm excited, dude. Hey, we got a couple of speakers, man. I saw a Rec Gang and One Planet come up, but uh, throw it over to Rec Gang, man. How are you guys doing? Hey, Sam, doing well. Hey, Pablo. I'm excited for the mint. The art looks really cool. 
you know, I'm, I, I have a, a mutant, so I'm whitelisted. It should be fun. I'm just pumped, man. It's going to be cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped as well. And I'm pumped for, 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 you know, to have you around, guys. It's just so good to see, yeah, to, to, to have been done this journey. <laughs> I think, we, I think we, we have chosen well. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, it's okay. It's a, just the craziest time to be in, uh, in Polygon. And I think, um, yeah, like I said, man, we see what happened with Pierce Labs. You know, they kind of, they minted out really quick and they've, they've got a huge following. So I think... Uh, yeah, I think the same thing's going to happen, man. I was just going to throw it over to uh, to One Planet quickly because we've got the guys from One Planet. Oh, sorry, Rex, do you want to ask anything else, Rex? Will you? Yeah, I was just going to, well, uh, real quick, right, well, on your point. Like, you, you guys have the momentum now. I think the, the wind is in the sails. I don't know if that's an expression in English, but um, <laughs> it is in French. But, y you know, um, I think seeing that PS Labs minted out uh, Polygon uh, 8 Club doing so well and uh, all these different projects I think people are eager to mint and uh, you guys come in at a perfect time with something very original and different um, the mints that are going to be happening on the other marketplaces are more utility or game focused and you guys are really art focused right so I think that's perfect uh, you're minting at the right time, at the right place. <laughs> oh man, I'm touching wood. Uh, we are so excited and shitting ourselves at the same at the same time. But that's that's NFTs. That's NFTs for you. Absolutely, dude. No, I mean it's uh, yeah. No, I think well, you mentioned the Polygon Apes, but it's been really interesting to watch what's happened there because they obviously had a ten dollar mint and. Uh, you know, people really aped into it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just wild to, if you go on their Discord, I mean, the community is so active and the trading's really active as well because it's a cheaper thing. So it, it makes a difference, you know what I mean? Just like the $10, $20 or whatever difference in an NFT sort of can really change how, uh, how people dress. I think, you know, you guys have chosen a decent price of 35 Matic. Yeah, I think we have uh, waited, you know, until, you know, last last minute to actually put the right price at it. It is. I think. I think it's the right one for the, for the, for the market that we are right now. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, Pablo. Yeah. It, it's in Matic or in USDC. It's in Matic. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I, I guess you guys have decided this, but but you've seen what Matic has done, man. <laughs> yeah. It's always tricky, right? Like, uh, you know, maybe at your mint time it's ninety cents, or maybe it's a dollar fifty, and then people think it's super. You know how volatile these coins get. Um, you know, I don't know if it might be better to go with USDC, uh, but it's up to you. Like, like I, I had that thought yesterday with the Cipher Wars mint. I'm like, oh, 50 uh, Matic is, is a lot of money now. Yeah, uh, yeah. But 50 bucks seems less, right? I don't know. Yeah. So just, just that's what One Planet recommended us. Um, and they were very adamant. So, you know, sometimes they were like, they give you like recommendations. Like, oh, you could do that. But they were like, definitely going with the native uh, currency of the blockchain usually does better what are you um, doing edwin you what are you doing <laughs> so look so look so <laughs> we hey, edwin. we recommend it but you know we don't force it you can always use usdc no. but but look this is the way that we see it so we've been here since september right but even before that we we, we noticed that most projects when they have their launch pad they use matic right and so our information, our research is based on that. Uh, 
but you know we come so we're trying to adapt to polygon uh, as an ecosystem we come from terra right so for us ust was the shit ust was what we all wanted to use for everything right let's let's add the stablecoin utility in some way so so we love that um but anyways i just wanted to say that we have that background of ust and stablecoins but coming into polygon we felt like uh, what we were noticing was just a lot of projects launching with Matic. And that's the reason why we provided that guidance. But look, PS Labs still use USDC. You know, like we, obviously it's a recommendation based on what we see, but at the end of the day, you you guys will do what you feel is best, right? For your project. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, if it, if it keeps pumping, <laughs> We're gonna be in trouble. The same thing that it, if it if it dumps, uh, we're gonna be in trouble. Uh, but um, let's let's see how let's see what you do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> thing, right? Like I agree. When when we had the discussion, Pablo, about you know kind of these prices, Matic was one dollar, so it was like you know makes sense. Uh, and now it's one fifteen. It it's still okay, but uh, if it goes up a little more, then it's like ah. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's difficult, man. I mean, we, I think we were talking about it in spaces today because, I mean, we've had it a couple of times with Polygon Punks where people say, because we're in wrapped teeth on OpenSea, but they're like, why am I paying ETH? It's Polygon Punks. You know, they want to use Matic. But like, I mean, if you listen to Frank and Dust Labs, they're really bullish on, you know, doing everything wrapped teeth and they want to have it in ETH. But I mean, I think, um, you know, Rekt, you got a point. It's like probably USDT is, you know, it's at least a lot more stable, particularly with these launchpad projects. So I think, yeah, we're probably going to have to decide at some point, you know, what uh, what currency we're using, you know, with all these Polygon NFTs and stuff. Uh, um, Sam, I'm buying uh, Polygon Pad oh, right you're now. Going to it. Oh, yes, mate. Let's go, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say hi to the community right now because oh, um, I fucking love these spaces. Um, I love you talking here. It's been great, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a cool. Yeah, one. I mean, if you want to wait, then you can jump in good. Discord. Maybe we can chat. I can kind of tell you, you know which ones are the best, and you know all the attributes and stuff, and talk you through it. And uh... oh, oh, are there traits? I just got the floor. Did you get the floor? Yes, yeah, man. I mean, he's got a guy. We've got actually, we've got a rarity guide now on our Discord. So if you guys head over to our Discord, you'll find there's a little rarity guide on there. You can kind of check it all out. But. Uh... Yeah, no, there are some. I mean, to us, a lot of the rare, the real rare ones, it's all holders from back when we minted, you know, who just aren't like, like the zombies and the apes. They're kind of just holding on to those. But there's always, yeah, and it's quite subtle as well, you know, like you've got to kind of know the little differences in the background colours and the female males and stuff. The females are rarer. So, but yeah, if you want any help, uh, Pablo, mate, that's awesome that you're uh, awesome you're joining, dude. Do you, do you um, when full derivative or you have sort of created different trades or and you have applied different logic because I, I didn't found the project been... so I, you know the original founders left the project i think I've had oh, okay. it was handed over to the community and i kind of came on and there were yeah they've, they've changed all the background colors you know all the, and i think i mean to be honest we're still dis discovering stuff because we had it recently where someone pointed out like hey you know this one's different to this crypto punk but like, this is a rare in polygon punks it's not so there's kind of in layers and and you know, OpenSea doesn't list like the background color rarity. So you kind of have like blue are the least rare and then purple are kind of the middles and then you have the rarest of the yellow backgrounds. But that's not kind of listed. So we, we still need to do a bit of work, I think, on updating all the uh, all the attributes and stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the purples, man. I think, And then you start to see <clears throat> some of the attributes, the same with CryptoPunks, like some of the attributes which aren't the rarest become popular just because people like them. 
So we're seeing the purple caps, like the purple caps aren't that um, rare, but loads of people love it because there's a whole kind of purple cap gang, you know, that started. So it's it's kind of interesting, you know, I think you, you do get a lot of that. Like hoodies, if you go and look at CryptoPunks, hoodies are like, they sell for more than the rarest, uh, the rarest attributes, but hoodies aren't that rare. So it's kind of, <clears throat> so yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, I love the, um, I love the concept of rarity and NFT collections. Um, it is always so, so weird because, well, for example, um, someone decided that ice out bulls uh, or ice out the ice out trade it was the best one and then they decided to sort of create close clubs and control the floor price and and suddenly that created the rarest the rarest one uh, there's such a sort of human human behavior hidden in those um in that in that rarity um which sometimes act in complete isolation to if something is really rare um for example youth not, nothing is more rare than the other it's just the people who generate the who create the groups actually sort of they manage how rare something becomes the, what is the coolest group of people become becomes the 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 the, the uh, indication of the rarity i find that absolutely fascinating it's so true man i mean with youths they've just taken to it taken it to a whole new level now where you've got like you know these certain traits have their whole own community you know and i, I, was, I said this before but i didn't really realize it you know we, we, we were going into those big youths community spaces you know about a month ago and I was like, wow, there's a massive youth community. But then we started to go into like the youth space, say, which is one of the sub communities. <clears throat> and there's like a thousand listeners in there or something or 500 listeners and they've got a thousand followers. And like, you know, I mean, it's just insane. I didn't quite realize with youths how they've managed to just like every single trait has its own sub community. And those sub communities are bigger than most NFT projects, main communities. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty insane to see what they've done over there. It's, um... so, sometimes it's, uh, it's as strong as, for example, there was a, a collection called the the Luna Bulls in Tara that now has it has migrated to Solana and it's called the Bull Club. But it has a trait which is called Ice Out Bulls. And I'm part of that 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 group. And I love the people there and that there's a Discord for that for that group. And I don't even care at all about the whole collection. Nothing. I don't care. I don't know anyone on the collection, but I just care about the people there. It is, you know, it is, it is crazy um, to think that um, what kind of groups that, that, that have been formed thanks to, thanks to this technology. No, it's amazing, dear. I mean, I, I think it's, uh, we've said it before, but it's like, you know, community is so central to uh, these NFT projects. And it's just like, it's just evolving so quickly. I mean, it's so different. I think youths particularly just seeing what they're doing is really inspiring people now to, to have, you know, their, their community start doing content creation and things like that. You're getting all these people now. I mean, so a lot of the big people at the moment who are kind of the polygon influencers, you know, guys like uh, Smokey, who started to cover it in Jordan. These are all guys who have come from the youth community, you know, and they're, they're just like really good content creators. They make great videos and spaces and graphics. So I think, uh, yeah, if you can get your, you know, get your communities, get involved on that side of things. It's like, you know, when you go around Twitter now, you can't scroll through Twitter for a minute without seeing, you know, a youth PFP or someone who's mentioning youth. So I think... Uh, yeah, no, it's super important to do that, man. But uh, hey, dude, well, we've done an hour, man. I think uh, that's usually how we're going to run it. So I think, um, yeah, if anyone hasn't got any other questions, I think we're probably going to wrap up the space in a moment. But I just want to say, yeah, huge shout out, Pablo, man. Thanks so much for coming, guys. Uh, I'm really excited for this Gen 2 launch. Remember, guys, it's February 2nd over on One Planet. And 
yeah, I'm definitely going to be grabbing some, dude. Really appreciate it. But man, have you got any uh, last words, mate? Um, I always ask, mate, it'd be nice. Like maybe, um, you know, we, we always, uh, a lot of founders kind of reach out to us, project founders and ask for help and stuff. So I always think these spaces, it's quite nice to end it just asking, like, have you got any advice? You know, you guys have uh, had some, you know, a lot of success with Gen 1 and, you know, you've got, you've got your Gen 2 coming on one planet. And just is there any advice you could maybe give to project founders about, you know, what you've learned so far in NFTs? Um, just keep, you, you know, Frank is always saying, feed the pigs uh, I, I i i didn't know that one but i was like basically show it up um we have managed to stay alive because we showed up every day and um keeping the community active keeping um keeping doing uh what we said that we were going to do regardless of the financial climate uh and that's how you generate sort of these core supporters that are going to believe that you're going to keep showing up uh and they're going to um, believe what you're doing because at the end of the day, the, the, the only currency in this space is um, honesty and integrity. And no one has been long enough here to actually prove that they have it. But you know, you 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 start seeing it in some pockets where people like started like a year, year and a half ago, and two years, and they have a good track record. We, we're trying to build that track record, being sort of good people and putting cool shit on the table. I think that, that that's the that's the only thing that we that's the only way that we um, uh, act, and hopefully people will see it. Hell yeah, man! I uh, appreciate it. Hey, Pablo, thanks so much, man, for coming, dude. And like I said, guys, definitely uh, mint the Gen Two Mutants February second on One Planet. And yeah, say like big thanks to, to Pablo Mutants. Thanks so much for the speakers coming up. Thanks so much for all the listeners. And we're going to be doing these every Friday, basically, usually kind of 8 p.m. Eastern, but we might uh, change around some of the time. So we'll let you know. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next Friday. And we've got the Knights and Peasants coming on next Friday. Amazing Polygon gaming project. So uh, that's going to be awesome. Chat to them. If you guys, uh, if you head over to our, our uh, Twitter bio, actually, you can find our Linktree uh, link. And if you head over to our Linktree, there's now, um, if you go on the NFT Spotlight Series tab, you're, you can see all of our past episodes and listen to those that's awesome i was gonna say as well join us in an hour as well like i think uh, me mutant z a load of other projects we're going to be on a kind of mega space in an hour with uh, the matic man so if you head over to the uh, to the matic man's page that's going to be uh, a really cool space but yeah no just big thanks to uh, mutants and uh, big thanks to all the speakers all the listeners and uh, yeah that's a polygon punk spotlight series and uh, thanks guys I'll, I'll see you guys next week take easy thanks everyone thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the Polygon NFT Spotlight Series, Episode 3, with Mutants. Recorded on Friday, January 27th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, Evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cord looks source from ancient coordinates. Smells like musty. Mutants trust.
trust me I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting Parasitic mutation, off the country Grab a couple samples and defy their custody Feeding gamma rays to the beast and be velocity Mutating awesomely, pre-sado wanna me Taking all the scraps and feed them to the lottery Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream irresponsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are mutants. We are mutants. We are mutants. We are mutants. Unlock the back, it's time to do this. Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms But I can't stop now Mutation It's an art form, don't be alarmed If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm Spinning crop circles in your yard Reaching the stars, need a way to get across Got this little mutation Let's me hack key cards Seen looking like it came out the first three saws Flexing like Rex when I mutate the pre-cop Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre-slaw Riders believe they bleed these endorsements Turning scientists into terrorist supporters Gotta seize the spoils and release the spores It's time to forage through DNA lore So sink it a swim, silly Alice Take the pill and see we're all mad here Taking over your facility We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this Terrorist spaces. <laughs>